And then one day, she decided to start living her own life. She organized her crap and she got busy. Good Wednesday. It is Wellness Wednesday, friends, or maybe it's Friday or Thursday or whatever fine day you're listening to this on. This is a great day to be listening, and that is all that's important. Over the last uh, six weeks now, we have been covering the seven pillars of wellness. We've talked about physical, we've talked about emotional, social, spiritual, occupational, And today we are going to discuss intellectual wellness. I'm going to tell you a fun fact. I am not a very good student. (laughs) Being a student was never one of my favorite things. I, I, I believe I'm more of a street smart person. I learn as I do, not as I am. And so for me, sometimes it's hard to uh, imagine learning something new or doing something new. And, you know, as I was thinking about this topic and this podcast, I had kind of a revelation and uh, I'm going to pat myself on the back only because I think you probably could have the same realization and pat yourself on the back. We do a lot of things in our life that we have no training for, right? Like... I never, when I I went to school for a lot of things, but in the end, I graduated with a degree in business uh, management with an emphasis in hospitality and business, um, hospitality and business management. And when I got recruited out of school and I came down and I worked at a really big uh, resort hotel, everything I learned in school made no difference to what I did in that job. It gave me the degree to get the job, but it never actually gave me the onset skills to deal with people, to make schedules, to deal with angry customers, to make sure food quality, to make sure table quality, to make sure cleanliness, to make sure it never really gave me those tools. It showed me how to, it sent me to Thailand to learn how people, that is this country of the smiles and hospitality. And, but really when I think back to what I learned, I probably learned more hospitable behavior throwing parties at my sorority house. I mean, let's be real, right? Like, how did I create, how did I begin to learn that I even liked caring for other people's experiences in a situation? So I think sometimes we think of intellectual wellness as like, oh, I haven't furthered my degree. You don't really have to, y'all. Like, you can just you know, do things and learn as you go. And honestly, I've always kind of been under this like umbrella of like, you just put on the brave face and you fake it till you make it. And they will believe you if you show up to do the things. And, you know, I think about, I think a lot about, uh, you know, I went on to then open hotels again, no experience with construction or engineering or, uh, you know, how to build a mini bar or any of these things. Uh, And yet it was one of the most, you know, I learned as I go. I was like a sponge and I just, I didn't read a book. Now, if they would have said, hey, Kim, here's a book, go ahead and read that. And when you're done reading, you can then be a part of being the food. You can can be then be the uh, food and beverage director and run said department. No, never. No one taught me how to have 100 employees. Never once. Never once did someone say, hey, at 23 years old, you are going to be managing people anywhere from 16 to 65. Never in my life. 
But guess what? You learn as you go. You learn as you go. And you know what? Sometimes I learned and I failed. Sometimes I learned and I sucked. And like I knew I I had to apologize or I had to like take it up with HR or whatever. But you learn as you go. And so, and that's just continued in the course of my life. Then I went on to be a regional director of sales for a nursing registry. Okay, let's talk about it. An industry I know like nothing about nursing, hospital contracts, uh, you know, um, nurse traveling, different departments within a hospital, uh, none of that. But what I did know is maintaining client relationships and I knew people and I knew I, so I took the skills that I did have and then I learned the ones that I didn't and then I kept going. But again, I want to go back to the, the thing that I said in the beginning I didn't really want to learn anymore. Like when I finished college by like the, like the hair on my toe, I do have hair on my toe. Sorry. Is that weird? I guess we are now really close, but I didn't pass with like flying A's. Like that was, I've never been a a flying A person. I am not book smart. I'm not my husband. I do not remember things. I look at my daughter's second grade math and think to myself, thank God. I don't homeschool. I'm just kidding, but I am not, um, I don't want to say I'm dumb. I'm not. I have, I have skills that will apply to lots of different areas of my life. School is not necessarily one of them. I will schmooze the teacher. I will make sure everybody's having a good time and there's smiles on your faces and all of those things. But I don't know that me and science or geography or any of it are really ever been best friends. I did enjoy writing, which is funny that I now want to write a book because I don't really speak very, I I write as I speak, which I know is terrible English. And I really take zero offense to that. Like people are like, Kim, I can't, this is, I'm like, yeah, well, that's what editors are for. My goal is just to get the point. If you get the point, then we're on the right page, you know? So anywho, uh, then I went on to be a, uh, what was I? I was a operations outreach manager. So I oversaw like 50 some outreach ministries within a a big um, mega church. And so basically a whole bunch of little companies and I helped them stay connected to the church, run their money, their events, etc. And these were pretty much, these were what, this is what I did as a career. And then I decided to become a health and wellness coach, knowing nothing about social media, knowing literally, you know, I barely had to know, make graphic designs on a, on a phone and we learn and we learn and we learn and we begin to, as we develop as humans at 37 ripe years of age, I have learned what I like to learn about and I have learned what I don't like to learn about. And so now I have to pick and choose. Like I'm not great at going to a conference and sitting and listening. I have narcolepsy. I mean, I barely stay awake in church. It's just kind of who I, I don't think I sit still long enough ever in my life to then realize like, you know, I'm going to just rest here. No, I don't do that very well. Resting isn't my strong suit. And so I've had to learn like, you know, for me taking notes and having colors and being, maybe that means I have ADD. I don't really know, but I do what works for me and I don't really give a rip how it looks from the outside. People always think like, man, you don't even pay attention or like, you, you know, you're not even like engaged. And I'm like, Oh no, I'm engaged. I'm doing everything I can to ensure that I am engaged. I'm just a multitasker. If you've ever watched a movie with me, usually I think of it as an opportunity to tackle a project. That's just who I am. I like to be doing all the things. Okay. So I want to help you 
increase your intellectual wellness because here's what I have learned, okay? Here's what I've learned in the girl that doesn't want to learn. You got to keep growing. You got to keep learning. And I'll tell you why, because that's going to create knowledge and skills and stimulate a successful life. Uh, It's important to have creativity and curiosity and become a lifelong learner. And if it means that you need to just be diligent about reading 10 pages a day, 10 pages a day, and I mean reading, not listening to, because most people say, oh, I put back books a lot, but I listen. You're not, it's the, it's a different, it's different. The reason we had books back in the day and we've had books for a very long time is because reading is a necessity for life. And so if you aren't a great reader and you don't think you have time, stay, start 10 pages a day. You're going to look at that book and you'll be like, okay, it's a hundred pages. I got 10 days. I'm going to finish this book in 10 days. You want to know what continues your further reading? Finishing a book, finishing a book finishing a book. Let me ask you, how many books are sitting in your nightstand that you wanted to read this year that y'all haven't read? I bet you there's at least one. I bet you there's one. But now you can say, without a shadow of a doubt, if you know I'm going to read 10 pages a day, you could look at the beginning of your year and you could say, okay, I've got 365 days. Like I can put back at least 10 books or whatever. You get, you get the gist. Okay. Eight steps to increase your intellectual wellness. <laughs> First one, I kind of jumped ahead. Read for fun. Um, you know, you can, there are so many great books out there. And yes, you could read just a, a fiction book. I don't really see the point of reading fiction books unless I'm sitting at a pool and there's like a daiquiri or a Mai Tai or some festive drink that makes me feel like I am back in my eighth to 12th grade years because that's all I did. I literally read every book under the sun sitting in the sun and it was phenomenal. I was not drinking Mai Tais and daiquiris back then. I don't, I was probably drinking water. If I was even, I don't even know. Don't even remember. Anyway, but read, read, read. Number two, have a debate with a friend. I know. Okay. Maybe don't tick pick any topic of 2020. Let's leave all of those outside. Um, unless you're really not someone, if you're like really awesome at not taking things personal and you can just debate away, like my husband and I, we agree. We agree. Fundamentally, foundationally, we agree. However, when we begin to talk about topics of 2020, it is the ugliest two humans you've ever seen. So you know what? We avoid those topics. Okay. So maybe... Um, focusing attention on information that's different than your beliefs can improve your intellectual wellness because mostly we tend to focus on the attention of our own opinions, beliefs, and facts that hold true to our viewpoints. But when we expose our mind to opposing ideas, it expands our grasp for new information. And you never know what you're missing. One of the best ways to ensure, go out and learn something in the opposite view of what you think and see, you know, where you fall. Um, number three, improve your skills. Okay. So for me, for example, I am trying, I, my, my brand new website just launched and I need to learn how I need to learn about ads. I need to learn about SEO. I need to learn about, um, Pinterest. There are a couple ways to increase your engagement and, uh, traffic to your website through using these things. And so I got to get busy. I got to get those and I got to learn so I can get, action though that's an area of my life that I gotta learn hey guess what I had to learn this 
which is a great time for a quick little ad break because maybe you need to realize that you could do it too. All right, number four, learn a foreign language. What, Kim, I'm 35. I already knew one once upon a time. You know that I used to speak French fluently? Do you know that I used to teach the seniors in high school as, I'm sorry, I first, second, and third, wow. I used to teach freshman, sophomore, and junior French in high school. Do you wanna know how much French I know now? It's very small. Like. 10 words. I'm sure if I picked it back up, I would learn it fast. But I did come up with a, uh, a really fun idea for our family. And eventually, you know, we will learn Spanish as that is one of the more universal languages here in America. Uh, but uh, we're just going to do three words a day. So three words a day. And then the next day we have to repeat those three words and I will add on. And we're just going to learn all summer long a new language. I think it'll be fun because I don't know it. My husband um, is Mexican and he knows more than any of us do. So I think that will um, be really exciting for all of us. But it's going to um, improve, you know, I mean, yes, it is great for our kids and their, you know, future employments. But I also think it just expands your mind and it's being receptive to new knowledge and in broadening information that you already know. Okay. Number five, play a game. Uh, board games, cards are, you know, leisure activities, but these activities help with your intellectual wellness. How many old people do you know that are still kicking? And I mean, like still sharp that play games like that is such a huge thing. Crosswords like those keep your mind sharp. Um, so the next time you have some free time, pick up, you know, deck of cards, learn how to play a new game. Um, I mean, if you have young kids, this is the perfect time to learn how to play all the games. Um, you know, and if you haven't played cards in a while and you're like, I have some free time, play Am Solitaire, greatest game on the planet. Uh, okay, this one's a tough one. Uh, play an instrument. Okay, so music is always obviously extremely impactful on our minds and playing musical in, in instruments actually can increase your intellectual wellness by learning how to create sounds, make patterns, and emote through music. But any instrument could do. So maybe if you are, you know, you do have kids and you want them to pick up an instrument, you pick it up too. You know, one of the best things my mom always did, she did it too. Like if I was going to run cross country, she'd run on the outside of the gate and do it too. If I was going to get my ears pierced, she would get a ear piercing too. And it was always, you know, maybe she was always just expanding your mind or maybe she showed me how to be brave and how to keep learning at no matter what age you are. Um, number seven, journal. Um, y'all journaling is just like a recipe for success for your life. 
Um, it helps to, to just express those feelings that you've got all inside. Um, it's kind of, and, and I think it sometimes helps make sense of all those feelings of what you're feeling inside. And it helps to identify those feelings and understand yourself more and your actions increase intellectual wellness by exposing your mind to a deeper thinking. When we stay in our head, nothing good happens. Literally nothing good happens. So get it on paper and get it out and be like, oh, I'm seeing a theme here. Oh, I realize this is a trigger for me. Figure out what those triggers are. And lastly, probably my most favorite way to learn to increase your intellectual wellness, do puzzles. Um, you can do crossword puzzles. You could do word search puzzles, Sudoku. Uh, you could, you know, get out the good old board games or board puzzles. Um, but whatever you um, are doing, it's just going to use brain power. And using your brain power is the best thing you can do. You'll get off the TV, get off your 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 phone. And when I say play games, get off your phone. Use pen and paper. The reason I know that I I, I go to the olden days a lot. If you lived in my house, you would be like gosh, Kim, can we stop hearing about what you didn't have when you were a kid? But I just think there is such, there's such, there's so much good stuff that comes from getting outside, breathing in the air, reading the real book, touching the pen and paper, doing the things, getting your head out of the screen. Why do people have more headaches? Duh, because we stare at lights all day. Why do people have more uh, awkwardness when it comes to social settings? Because we've learned only to be a computer. Y'all, we're better than this. Use the pen and paper. Pick up the encyclopedia. Try the new language. Do a board game or puzzle or game with your kids. Whatever you need to do, do it the way it was always intended. And watch your life just radically change. Take it back and see what it is that you are missing in your life. And I can promise you, you will be blessed. I hope this was really soul searching and helpful. And I would love to hear some ways that you are growing in your intellectual wellness. And uh, until then, let's go out and figure out how to live our best life. As always, sharing is caring. Uh, yesterday, actually there was a, a message last week, all the crying. I got so many great messages from you guys and I just appreciate it. And I'm glad that I wasn't alone in spending a decade of my life crying on floors. I feel better about my life already. Y'all, this is therapy. This is the best kind of therapy right here. I'm getting it all out. So stay tuned and we'll talk soon.